0: Hello, and welcome to Dream Possible, where you hear compelling stories of people who have pursued their dreams against all odds and reason and made them possible. What can we learn from their journeys? Well, that's why we're here, to find out. I'm Maria Ritan. I had a dream once to become a news executive in a major market. I checked that off the list. Then I had a dream to establish my own communications consultancy. Top Sales Strategies was born and then I had a dream of creating a way to help journalists to make a career change and that became Jump Team Coaching. Dreams can change as you change. So what's your dream? Well think about that as I speak with today's guest, Anna Bonavita, founder of Esperanza A totally immersive experience with small-scale intimate tours where you can interact with locals with unique experiences, all in the Italian region of Emilia Romagna. Anna, welcome to Dream Possible.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Maria. I feel truly privileged to be talking to you today.
0: Oh. Right back at you. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have to be up front and say to everybody that I know Anna and have known, oh gosh, we've known each other probably since 2018. Um, at the time you were looking for public relations support for Esperienza and you wanted to promote your tours. Um, I know at that time you had a language immersion. And a culinary immersion tour. And that was going on in 2019 before COVID hit, unfortunately. And I got to go on that tour i went on the culinary immersion one and i am so so thankful that my husband and i had an opportunity to do that tour before the world literally shut down and um fast forward right over a couple of really challenging years and we're going to get into how you kind of pivoted during that time but i see now you have six tours this year three of them are new huge congratulations
1: Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, we owe it to COVID, the new tours, because, because we had time. We paradoxically had time to to keep dreaming and to dream big during such a challenging time. And naturally, our tours reflect our dreams, our passion for for the language, the cuisine, but also for the great art of Italy. Um, the ones that you find in in Romania in particular so I know. this Beautiful. year yes yes. so this year um, we offer as you said three new uh, tours in addition to the language and uh, culinary tours we started um, something called speaking of food which has a little bit of both of the language and the culinary but then uh ceramic and mosaic immersion tours um, are our new offers which I believe true art lovers will be delighted to discover um, this coming fall.
0: You know what anyone who goes on any of those tours will be delighted to discover (laughs) (laughs) because I can tell you speaking firsthand um, you just you can't really even believe right that you are immersed in the way that you are and Ana you do such an exceptional job pulling in um, you know people from Italy to really speak from the heart it's just truly uh, a life-changing experience but before we go too deep into those tours I want to kind of back it up and talk about your ties to Italy and just kind of you know take us back to like how you and Italy made the love connection, if you will.
1: Well, uh, let me start with a full disclosure. I am Italian by spirit, (laughs) but I was born in a small village in Bulgaria, in the Valley of Roses. And even in such place, I knew italian songs by heart before i knew the meaning of their lyrics Um, the italian culture music literature film was omnipresent in my upbringing and provided and still does provide such an inspiring abundance of beauty sophistication and humanity above all in a way I always dream of Italy. I never stopped dreaming of Italy since my childhood. <laughs> of course, it helped to marry an Italian later.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, yes. And you managed to make that dream a reality when you met your wonderful Italian uh, husband. And uh, yeah, that certainly didn't hurt, right? You, you, you fell in love figuratively and literally with Italy. <laughs> Now, you came to the U.S., I know you and your husband started the Italian Cultural Center here in the Twin Cities, really bringing a lot of Italy to the upper Midwest, which is when you think of Minnesota, you don't think of Italy, you think of Norway and, and Iceland. Talk a little bit about that journey of coming here and getting that established.
1: Well, um, Twenty twenty-three is a special year for me. I arrived in America 30 years ago. And while I was fascinated with the opportunities, the professional opportunities here, I also felt very homesick. Um, at certain point, I figured out I have to transform my longing into something else. I should approach it in creatively um, as a challenge to, to my imagination. And while discussing this with my uh, Italian husband, he instantly suggested building an Italian cultural center. I wanted Italian film festival. So between these two ideas, Italian Film Festival and the Italian Cultural Center, we started a non-profit organization in January of 2006, which offered initially Italian language classes and later an Italian Film Festival. The dream of my husband was to introduce local audiences to the new contemporary Italy through film and cultural events, and language classes, of course. Um, It was an amazing journey for both of us, especially the annual film festival, uh, which I directed, since it allowed us to go way beyond stereotypes and presented Italy the way um, Americans don't imagine often. Um, For example, we had an amazing, absolutely amazing film called The Venice Syndrome, which talk about the complexity and the struggle to survive for this ancient city. Um, So this is is how um, it went with the Italian Cultural Center. It was um, a great opportunity to share share with, with local audiences.
0: Well, to share, and I'm sure, and I know it was incredibly well received, but also to fill that hole, right. That you talked about of just, you know, needing a little bit of Italy here in Minnesota. So fast forward. um, And let's talk about Esperienza. Um, You know, that, is an organization that you established. I want to hear about how that idea came to you, but um, there is a mission behind the tour. So talk a little bit about how you came up with the idea and then um, what it's meant.
1: Well, let me start with the name of the organization. Esperienza means experience in Italian um we are made who we are through experience and we discover that everything changes um, along the way um, in 2015 um we moved back to italy um, to the city of cesena in emilia romania with the hope of finding cure for my husband's illness. Uh, It was a very difficult period for both of us, tremendously difficult period. Um, He lost the battle with cancer and sadly passed away in 2016. Um, I felt totally profoundly lost and grieving. Um, To help me, a friend decided to take me every weekend to a new place I haven't seen before in Italy. One day she took me to the top of a mountain, another day to a small village. And then in this small village, I met a poet, Laura Guerra, with whom I gradually became a friend. And she eventually asked me to help her cultural organization. Step by step through Loraguera Guerra, I fell in love again, this time with Penabili, um, naturally beautiful, historically fascinating and wonderfully welcoming village with a population of 2,700. It featured seven museums. It's still featured. (laughs) It features seven museums, a monastery, a meditation garden, a garden of the forgotten fruits, a Michelin restaurant, an annual festival of performance artists, and so much more. Eventually, I realized that it's not enough to help laura guerras cultural organization um it was penabili this amazing village that could benefit from some new energy and the solution that came straight to my mind was tourism tourism could provide some new energy but remember i mentioned earlier Um, the film about venice and how venice was struggling to survive um, to keep to keep its face in spite of in spite of the mass tourism that was destroying the city this film left a deep impression on me and that's why from the very beginning i was dreaming of a very different tourism. Um, one that nurtures and inspires both visitors and local communities alike. So experienza was conceived there in Penabilli but with the idea to be the new proud face of tourism.
0: And I should say, Anna, that there's a lot of villages to save. I mean, that um, there has been this exodus of Italian villages to the major metro areas for, uh, you know, a generation or two leaving a lot of these absolutely picturesque, uh, amazing villages with very few inhabitants. And many of them have just gone away because people have left them. So, what you were experiencing in Pinnabilly has been repeated across Italy. Um, and I know that really spoke to your heart. And I can say, having now been to Pinnabilly, it is remarkable what such a small village has to offer. But if you don't know about it, you can't go visit it, right? So, um I think Pinnabilly specifically is now on the radar of so many more people than it had been. And we're going to talk about the impact of that tourism with a mission to save these dying villages um, and kind of how you plan that all out when we come back from the break. we got to take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk more about Esperienza. Stick around. Welcome back to Dream Possible. I've been speaking with Anna Bonavita. She is the founder of Esperienza.org, a totally immersive tour, or I should say up to six tours with this year uh, that takes you to very unique, small villages throughout Emilia-Ramanja. And just offering up all kinds of experiences that you just wouldn't normally get on an average tour. And it's that uniqueness, I think, that really speaks to a lot of people, especially if they're already well-traveled, to be able to go to places that are really off the radar. And I know, Anna, right before the break, you were talking about this mission to help bring more people to Pinnabili to shore up their economy, and then how you realize that you can do that across Emilia, Ramanja, and other villages to help as well. So I want to talk a little bit, really, really briefly, I mean, I know you've spent a lot of time in Italy, you've spent a lot of time in that region. Um, There's a lot to see. So how did you, you know, how did you determine what you were going to showcase in your tours?
1: Well, um, again, let me, let me step back and, and declare what is the mission. Um, We slightly reshaped the mission. We decided that we have to celebrate and be joyful in such times as, nowadays so um we we have reshaped the mission this way it is to celebrate and support the culture we deeply love and the italian culture i argue could be found in its purest most creative and humane and inspiring form in small towns and villages this is a very interesting Is this that I'm not gonna go into, but I will give you examples. And um, how do we pick uh, what we we offer? Um, In my former corporate life, I was a physicist and an engineer, and I'm used to approaching every subject in a very thorough manner. So uh, since two thousand year 2000, I have been traveling to Italy and constantly studying and studying the region of Emilia-Romagna and looking for all the hidden treasures because the way I am, I get overwhelmed with big cities easily, but I thrive in smaller spaces and I am delighted to make personal discoveries in these small spaces. So. I'm passionate about food, and languages fascinates me because both food and languages take you directly into into the culture. Um, and speaking speaking uh, language immersion was was easy for me. And Penabilli provided a fantastic platform for for both the language and the, the culinary immersion at the very beginning. But then we decided to, to add more to it because Romania has this hidden treasure in ceramics, in mosaics. We just couldn't, we just couldn't skip this opportunity and not share with the growing experience, the community um, how much they can discover for example, in the small town of France, the population is 60,000. I mean, the, the, the explosion of creativity there is not to be ignored. And that's why we'll be going there <laughs> <laughs> for, for an amazing festival um, dedicated to, to ceramics. So in a way, we are constantly exploring. Every year, I go to Italy. And I say, oh, now I know everything. I mean, <laughs> to a region, to Romania. And every time I have been proven wrong. <laughs> uh, Italians are always ahead of me. So I'm always surprised, always delighted, always inspired. Um, uh,
0: yes, so you could spend,
1: a, you it's can very spend a
0: lifetime to... there, Anna, right? <laughs> spend a lifetime and still not see everything. <laughs>
1: Yes, one life is not enough. Exactly. Literally, I always say this. And then I do the the error always of offering a lot during our tours. Um, right. and people feel overwhelmed with joy and pleasure because there's just one one amazing experiences after another. We have added so much for our new you have to come, Maria.
0: I know, Anna. I can. So I am on the Esperienza uh, email list, right? And I get your updates. <laughs> Every time I get an update, I'm like reading, going, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I've got to go on one of these trips. <laughs> oh, it's so amazing." So I, I do want to get into the details of those trips, but you just mentioned something about COVID, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that you managed to really continue the education and the exploration of all the art artistry that um, Italy has to share via Zoom over COVID and I, I actually participated in a number of those and just really loved everything that you did there. I really thought you did a, an amazing job keeping Esperienza alive while you planned what these tours would look like after COVID. Um, so maybe just spend a minute, real quick minute, and then we wanna go into more about the tours you have coming up. But what did you do to survive over COVID? Just tell, tell the folks.
1: Well, I'll be honest. First, I slept a lot for a month when everything started. So I spent most of March and April grieving and sleeping. Uh, You may remember that Italy was the first European country to be hit very hard by COVID.
0: It was devastating, yes.
1: Yes. Um, All all our work felt totally relevant. Um, and again, experience is a collective effort. I, I used I, but it, I should be saying we because um, without the, the talented and generous volunteer and the extraordinary Karen dryer no, none of this will um, materialize, but we all felt, hopeless for a for a bit. And then out of our desperation, um, a hope was born. This is how humans are made, I guess. Um, Instead of mourning everything that we lost because we had big plans for 2020, we were to celebrate the the 100th anniversary of Federico Fellini, who is in Minneapolis. We are, present, we are preparing a big celebration in Minneapolis and then in-person tour in uh, Felini's birthplace Rimini, which is right there in Romania. None of this was to materialize, but we decided to build something brand new out of the ruins, <laughs> out of the devastation, out of the desperation of the situation. Because we realized we need Italy, but also our friends in Italy need us. So we built a bridge to keep the hope, um, the hope and to support each other. You and, had
0: some ama- Ana, you had some amazing classes that were done virtually. Um, I remember a bread making class. There were yes. language. <laughs> there was... Um, I mean, so much of what you do in person on the tours, you were able to replicate via Zoom. Now, granted, you missed the whole being in Italy piece, which I can tell you don't discount. That's huge. But still, you had that connection. And as you call it, that bridge to Italy and the artisans there. And it really was so well done. And It kept people's passions for Italy alive, and to your point, helped support those individuals in Italy during a time when it was pretty bleak for Italy, as well as the rest of the world. But I want to fast forward to, you know, emerging from the ashes of COVID, right? And to your point, you had time to think about these next group of tours. And as you said, you've expanded into mosaics and you've expanded into ceramics and you've married culinary with language and all of that. I know you're just back from Italy. So talk a little bit about the tour you're just back from and some of the upcoming tours that people um, might want to participate in.
1: Yes. Um, we, we planted good seeds um, with the, with the online class. We built, we built a community. We built really an experience, a community this, during this challenging time. And then we, we made our new offer to this community and surprisingly, we found brave and courageous people who decided to join us in May. (laughs) uh, When fear was still uh, around us and the situation was not very clear. I mean, you needed needed to be tested for COVID before returning to United States. This was the re-entry requirement. So I'm very grateful to the brave souls who join us for the first ever speaking of foot in the uh, village of Verrucchio, which is a top hill village overlooking um, to the east, the Adriatic Sea, and to the west, the Apennines. Um, there were 11 of us uh, learning Um, to speak of food in the morning in two medieval towers. And then in the afternoon, we are going for culinary lesson, directly to the source, to the locals. And they were delighted. They were delighted to have us because we're the first birds of what they were hoping to become a truly um, great summer. And um, during this time in Verrucchio, um, I was surrounded by collaborators, not just by travelers, clients, visitors. These were people who were deeply engaged, involved in what we were doing and they wanted just as much as I wanted to celebrate Dinka life, to celebrate Dinka in Italy, to celebrate the abundance of um, local produce, to study the traditions um, of Romania cuisine. Um, I felt very inspired by the interaction with people who joined us for the speaking of food. And we left at a very high note after um, having this amazing dinner um, in Rimini, in the house of one of the best chefs in Italy, in a, in a private in a private dinner, there and a cooking class, we left at a very high note, and we continued with the culinary tour, which um, this time featured two young. Michelin chefs. And mm, to prepare for, for the tour, I actually uh, looked at all the Michelin chefs in in Italy and in Emilia, Romagna, and of course, Emilia, Romagna is the food, the food, the food capital. <laughs> Bologna is the food capital of, um, of Italy. And in Bologna, we find only one Michelin chef, while in um, in rural Romania, we visited with two extraordinary talented young chefs, Michelin chefs. And uh, this was, again, supporting our ideas that the great creativity uh, the great exploration in the field of Italian cuisine at the moment resides very much in rural Italy, uh, where this young talented chef is supported by a large network of um, also young producers of cheese, uh, vegetables, fruits, which, which support the exploration of this young chef, um, so the the, the culinary tour that we offered was um, one amazing experiences after another, and at the end, as um, one of our collaborators, Deborah mentioned, if uh, she was. She was approaching me and thanking me. She said, if you don't do anything else in your life, rest assured you have done enough (laughs) by sharing with us. Um, And over the course of these two trips, the the speaking of food and um, the culinary one, um, we met with so many people, amazing people in Romania, chefs, Wand makers, artists, artisans, musicians. We had a private concert. All of these people were proud Romanian ambassadors and shared with us their big heart and warm hospitality. Um,
0: and I can speak to that, Anna. I mean, I just was bowled over at how warm and welcoming um, the people of Italy are, um, especially I mean, we were a group of Americans, right? And these days you never know how Americans are gonna be received, but just so warm and welcoming. And I know that you have you have tours coming up this fall. So you correct. had the wave of spring tours and summer, and now you're gonna have this wave of fall. And I just want everyone out there to understand, you can still sign up for these fall tours. Yes. That t- yes. And is it best for them to go to esperanza.org, Anna, to learn more and and reach out there?
1: Yes, correct. And uh, let me just briefly summarize what is coming this, this fall, because I went, uh, a little bit astray. Um, In the fall, end of August, we start with immersion in the World of Ceramics in this stunning city of Faenza where we'll be part of a festival. Um, Then we'll have another culinary immersion. At the end of September uh, we will be at the city of Ravenna, which is an imperial beauty, so elegant and so full of uh, undiscovered gems. Eight UNESCO World Heritage sites in Ravenna and archeologists and, um, and art um, um, scientists keep, <laughs> scientists keep <laughs> discovering more more and most amazing places in, in Ravenna. So Ravenna will be uh, perfect at the end of September. Um, as always we'll have the language immersion but these two art tours uh, I highly I highly recommend them for people who are interested in discovering um, the great treasures of Romania away from crowds. So this is what uh, people can um, find on our our website, a detailed description of uh, our tours in the fall. They're filling up, so uh, take a look. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact us. Um, Just click on this special button there for more information, and we'll be glad to get back to you.
0: Yes. And I, again, I, I totally endorse this because, again, it was just a phenomenal experience for me and knowing, Anna that you've expanded this um, so much. I'm excited to hear um, about the ceramics and the mosaics and all of that um, once you've completed all the tours. But yes, I do encourage everyone to go on to Esperanza.org, And as you've heard Anna explain, Not only do you get a really unique tour to places that would not normally be a tourist destination, um, you get authentic Italy and and your dollars are going to support those people and places in those smaller villages. So, you're doing good while experiencing the best that really Italy has to offer. So Anna, I wish you just so much success. Buona fortuna uh, with everything. (laughs) And uh, I just, I just know these are going to get you launched again. You've already been launched back into Italy with these early tours. And I know the ones coming up will just uh, continue your success there. And let's all hope that next year Covid isn't something that we all have to deal with, and we can just all get back to travel. But um, congratulations!
1: Thank you, thank you, Maria. And I uh, wish you can come with you as soon as possible.
0: (laughs) I know, I know. I don't worry. I've got to figure out where I can go and when I can go. But don't, don't, don't worry. I will be back. I absolutely will be back. Grazie. Uh, Grazie to Anna and everyone listening. Um, It's esperienza.org. You'll, you know, Google it, go there, read more, contact the team there and um, you won't regret this amazing experience. So thank you to Anna, grazie, Anna, grazie George. Uh, for another great show and grazie to you as well for joining me until next time continue pursuing your dream
1: arrivederci arrivederci